Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Sunday, August 16th. And we are continuing our weekend conversation with the CEO of Policy Genius, Jennifer Fitzgerald. Yesterday, we talked about their new estate planning product. Very exciting. Today, we're talking about Policy Genius and what's going on there, trends in the insurance industry, and the future of work, not to mention the economy. Here is the second part of our interview with Jennifer Fitzgerald. How is business? How is the life insurance, homeowners, renters, auto insurance? Like, how's it going right now? Surprisingly and thankfully, really well. What we have found uh, since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic is interest in life insurance specifically has really surged. In Q2, when everything was uh, happening all at once, we've actually found that interest for life insurance, interest in uh, estate planning really surged in terms of people searching for it on Google. We saw growth in that business for the life insurance side. And then interestingly, on homeowners insurance, that has also surged. And we've seen higher consumer interest, higher search on Google than we have in the last few years. And what we've seen, and and I think you've talked about this, is that interest in refinancing, these low interest rates, people moving out of cities or or buying a home out in the country has really driven a lot of um, new home buying activity, which in turn triggers home insurance shopping. So thankfully, business has been um, really strong over the last several months. I'm just wondering, amid the pandemic, we've heard stories about millions of people who have lost their health insurance. What have you seen there? Yeah, higher search there as well. Again, most people have health insurance tied to their employers. And with unemployment being what it is, we've also seen a surge in online search for both health insurance and and Medicaid too. In the health insurance part of this, uh, would I be directed to a marketplace or is it all private insurance? So it depends on the state that you're in. So if you go to our site and use our health insurance search and quoting tool, we will either pull from the marketplace if you are in a state with the marketplace. Uh, if there are states with marketplace plus private plans, we'll have those as well. And to actually bind it, we'll direct you to the appropriate uh, either carrier or state marketplace to finish the enrollment because they have to do verification that you have, have a qualifying life event to enroll. Ah, of course. If you look at all the things that you provide, what is the most popular, Like, not where you make the most money, but what is the most popular insurance that you sell? Life insurance. Is that where the biggest margins are also? It is, but uh, it's also where we've seen just the the most traction over the last several years. And it's the product vertical where we initially started. So I think we've just got higher brand awareness around life insurance as well. And I'm wondering, um, you know, I want to get back to sort of the big business of Policy Genius. So you did raise a bunch of money before COVID. What are your plans going forward? We have this beautiful new estate planning tool. Are there other areas that you're now looking into that are maybe connected or associated with the, the core business like that? 
So for now, uh, it's just growth in all of our core business verticals. Life insurance uh, has been growing quite nicely. Same for home and auto insurance. With our new estate planning product, we have a lot of new features we'd like to add to that. So for the capital that we've raised, it's really just around growth. Uh, we've expanded now to North Carolina. So we have a second headquarters in North Carolina. Both offices in New York and North Carolina are closed for now, and everybody's working remotely. But at some point, we look forward to, to welcome all of our new North Carolina employees to our, our new headquarters down there. So what do you have in North Carolina? Like who's there? So right now we have about 100 employees uh, in software engineering, in life insurance operations, in uh, home and auto insurance operations, HR, finance. So we've been hiring across the board down in North Carolina. And what about in New York? Who's there? everybody else. So we've also got software engineering, HR, finance. That's our initial headquarters. So that's where we've got most people. We've got a little over 300 employees in New York, a little over 100 down in North Carolina. Interestingly, we've also had employees who are interested in relocating from New York to our North Carolina headquarters. And that's accelerated since the onset of the pandemic. Um, So we've seen some of our employees, uh, especially those with families, uh, looking to improve their, uh, at least their quality of life from a cost perspective down in North Carolina. So now you've got this new location down south. You've got New York. Do you have a sense that maybe you don't need as much office space in the future? How are you gauging that? So that was an interesting decision we had uh, as a leadership team with the board because we had already outgrown our office space in New York. We had already uh, broke ground on our new office space in North Carolina. And we've talked about what the post-COVID world could look like. Uh, And at the end of the day, we decided that there might be some additional flexibility, certainly until everything stabilizes back to to normal, whatever that is. Uh, We'll have people working from home. Um, And as we gradually reopen offices, we've decided that we think office space is going to be important. It will likely look different than pre-COVID office space, but we've committed to maintaining offices in both New York and North Carolina. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, I guess that there's a lot of people who are trying to suss out what's really going to happen in terms of the cost of space. But, you know, obviously, as you said, you know, if you've got these two locations and you can provide options for your for your employees, that's pretty fantastic. So it'll be interesting to see what really does shake out longer term. Okay, before we let you go, tell us a little bit about what you think is going on in the economy, because, you know, I just figured I'll pick your brain. Stock market's going crazy on the upside, economy not doing quite as well. So how do you plan in this environment as a CEO? Our big thing is just to keep an eye on cash, uh, especially for a company, cash is king. So we are looking at several indicators. One is the overall macro economy and unemployment levels. Two is what's happening in the broader capital markets. And the broader capital markets are still pretty hot and they continue to be hot. Things slowed down in March, but things are pretty hot, especially in the tech sector. We're looking at home ownership and home refinancing levels because we have a a homeowner's insurance business. And that continues to be really, really strong with some of the strongest activity since um, 2008 we've seen. Overall, we're looking at a number of different indicators. We feel cautiously optimistic about the the short term and the medium term horizon but you know still conservative in terms of looking at our cash flow and making sure that we're making smart decisions because there's just so much volatility especially with November and what's going to happen after November that we're still I would say cautiously optimistic um, but on the more conservative side of what could happen but unlike some of your other financial technology brethren 
Everyone always needs health insurance and life insurance or renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance. So is it essentially a recession-proof kind of business? It's as close as you can get, I think, in financial services. Again, we've seen demand be pretty resilient, even with what happened over the last several months. We think we're in a pretty um, safe spot of the economy. Uh, It's interesting, like when times are good, insurance isn't the first thing that you go out and buy. And when times are bad, it's not the first thing that you, you know, cancel or, or look to cut costs on. So we're right in that middle spot, which is a good thing in times like these. That is it for the program. If you've got questions, go to the Jill on Money website, jillonmoney.com. And there you can do all sorts of things. You can listen to past programs. You can watch some TV segments. You can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. And if you wouldn't mind, just go leave a rating for this podcast. You can do that wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget to wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and put your hands on someone's back metaphorically. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.